welcome to From the Ring to Everything, where we talk about everything from your engagement through that first year of marriage and everything in between. My name is Maria, and if you're ready, let's get talking. Hi, and welcome back to From the Ring to Everything for episode three. I'm excited to share this with you. Um, Yes and no. I ran across an article recently that somebody shared on one of the Facebook groups that I belong to. And it talks about a woman in Maryland who is 26 years old, Megan Willis, who after a year or so of marriage, divorced her husband and ended up marrying her DJ that DJed their wedding. I know, go figure. So I'm going to read the first part of the article just so you kind of get an idea of what's going on. So it starts with, a woman has fallen in love with her wedding DJ just two years after she got married, after her husband made her feel neglected. I'll get into that later. Megan Willis, 26, originally from Baltimore, Maryland, first met her current partner, business analyst and DJ, Mark Stone, 49, in November of 2015 at a local restaurant he was working at after being introduced by her sister, Kirsten. They shared a laugh and Megan's sister later booked Mark to DJ at Megan's wedding in July of 2016. However, a year into her marriage, Megan was unhappy and felt unlike and felt neglected in her relationship and while she was at home bumped into mark again where she found herself opening up to him about her marriage they became close friends and started to chat every day and mark confided in her that he had separated from his wife of 27 years so so much going on with this that is just um not right from a perspective of how long has Megan and her ex-husband been dating? Had she not known this prior to going in? Um, You know, part of it says that he would just play video games all the time, but I'm sure that's not something that he just started doing after they got married. I can guarantee you he was into video games prior to them getting married. So it makes me question, how long did were they together? How long were they engaged? Did they not spend any time together? These are things that I always would ask and I recommend to friends that are getting married or their kids who are getting married. Um, not so much to my brides because obviously they've already met their person and they're engaged and they're making they're moving forward with wedding plans. However, like I said, I've run across uh, later on you know, when I run into brides and they talk about maybe having some problems or maybe unfortunately some of them aren't together anymore when I see them. And my question always is, well, were they doing this before you guys got married, before you guys got engaged, and yet you still said yes? If this was something that was still bothering her and she felt neglected, why then go through the whole expense of you know, going through all the wedding planning and spending all this money on a wedding, you know, that's the first thing. What signs were there that she was ignoring? So my advice to people is when you're dating, what are you dating for? What's your purpose of dating? Is your purpose of dating just to date, meet new people, have fun, um, you know, go out and have a social life? Or are you dating to find a husband? Is your ultimate goal in the dating marriage and if marriage is the ultimate goal while you're dating somebody my advice would be yeah you need to date people to see what you like what you don't like um you know things like that and during that dating process you're starting to discern 
things that you're okay with and things that just are not okay and there are deal breakers for you. One of those would be if you really want a lot of quality time and attention, then the person you're dating, if they're not displaying those qualities after a while, and, and even then, I always say, at, you know, within the first year of dating, you pretty much know each other pretty well after a year if you're spending a lot of time together. It might be a little bit different if you're in a long distance relationship, but we're not talking about that. Uh, let's We're going to focus on, let's say you guys are dating regularly and hanging out all the time. What are those signs that you're ignoring? Is it things that other people are seeing and maybe bringing to your attention and you just don't want to see it or you don't like what they're telling you? I, you know, really think about that and look at that when you're dating somebody. Are they already the person you want them to be when you envision a husband and father for your future children, if you plan on having children? And if they're not, and you have this idea that, well, it's probably going to change once we get married. Oh, once we get married, it's going to be different. I'm going to tell you it probably isn't going to be different. I don't want to say that people don't have the ability to change because I've known people who have changed for the better. I also know people who have changed for the worse. Um, however, most people's habits and character don't change that much over time. You really start to get to see them and know their colors, both in you know when you're dating, whether you're looking for a husband or a wife. Um, and just don't ignore certain of those things. And then my other thing that I see is wrong with this is why is she going back in contact with this with this guy who is quite a few years older than her? Um, why are you starting to confide in him certain personal things about your marriage? That is like a huge no. If you're having problems confiding a girlfriend or talk to a you know counselor or a therapist or somebody, but you don't befriend somebody that you've met casually and then start opening up to them and becoming giving them all your intimate personal thoughts and feelings about your marriage and what you're feeling and what you're going through, that just really leads down a really, really dangerous path. I'm not saying, no, you can't have friends with male friends if you're female or female friends if you're male. However, they shouldn't be your confidant. Your confidant and your person, to take it from friends, your person, should be the person you're able to talk to and bring these concerns up with. And then do what you can to see what you guys can do to remedy it. Um, I love helping couples through this wedding planning process. My favorite part of the day is watching them exchange vows and make that commitment to each other. So when I read articles like this from whatever it is, you know, maybe it wasn't the DJ, which is still wrong in any ways you don't ever, <laughs> you don't want to have that kind of relationship with your vendors. Wrong on his part. I mean, he was married, what did they say, 27 years. And um, he's 46, she's 26. That's quite a big um, age difference right there. So I don't know. Just if you're out in the dating world, decide what, what is your purpose for dating. And then once you decide your purpose for dating, then start seeing, okay, what characteristics am I loving about this person or am I not? And ultimately, as you're going through the relationship and you start seeing things that maybe are deal breakers for you or you're like, 
no, I just really can't get over this or that or whatever it is. And the communication is bad or you you feel you're being neglected or whatever the, the thing is, talk to that person about it. And if it's still something you're not comfortable with, just because maybe you've been together two or three years doesn't mean that now you're obligated to now go through with the engagement and the marriage because if ultimately down the line, you're going to end up divorcing. That is super painful and hard, especially if you start bringing kids into it. So I have seen this through friends of mine and it's, it's hard. It's hard on everybody. It's hard on the family, the surrounding extended family. So my advice would be one, what's your purpose for dating? Two, if it is marriage, then really start discerning and looking and don't wait four, five, six years to figure out is this is the right person. You're going to know after a year or two. Um, and it's okay. It's going to still be hurtful and painful. But if they're not the per- if they're not your person, then it's time to let that relationship go. And that might be hard. I understand it. But there is that person for you. Then if they are your person and you start, you know, you're going through the wedding process and you make that commitment, you make it through wedding day and you're going through your marriage and you're learning how to, you know, live together and compromise. If there's things that are going that, you know, every marriage has its up and downs and it's not always easy. There's going to be hard times. I understand that. It's never going to be all this perfect like they do on the Lifetime movies because real life is not a Lifetime movie. At least, well, maybe it's a life. Yeah, yeah, it's not a Lifetime movie. But I want to say it's not a Hallmark movie. (laughs) Hallmark movies are always just perfect endings. And that isn't always the case. I mean, life is messy and we have messy things happen to our life and our relationships. Talk to each other. Um, Talk to people you trust. Don't go and confide to that male or female coworker or kind of um, other friend that maybe your, your other half isn't really close friends with. Don't start getting intimate with someone of the opposite sex when it comes to your emotions and your marriage and what's going on with that. That is just really going to lead down a really dangerous path. So that's my advice and my thoughts on this particular article. Um, yeah, I'm sure you can find it somewhere on, on Facebook or on the internet about woman 26 falls in love with her wedding DJ 49 just two years after getting married. So um, I'm sure if you want to read more about it, it gives more details. I'm not going to go into the whole thing, of course, of everything that they said, but you can go ahead and find it online, I'm sure, and read it. Um, for that, uh, I don't want, um, just food for thought, food for thought to share with other people. Think about it. And um, with that... I'm going to end the show and I'm going to say thank you for joining me again today and I hope you um, join us again and don't forget if you like the concept of the show and what you're hearing and some of the advice please go ahead and share it with your friends Uh, subscribe to the show Uh, leave me a comment you know leave me a review on wherever you're listening to the podcast on also don't forget to send me your thoughts questions, concerns, comments, whatever you want to hear about, I'm open to it. Make sure you, you could go ahead and email them to me at eventsbymaria at outlook.com. That's eventsbymaria at outlook.com. With that, you guys have a great day and we will be in, we will be talking soon. So um, keep that converse, keep those conversations going. Thanks for joining me. 
Thank you for listening to this episode of From the Ring to Everything podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the show so you don't miss future episodes. If you have any questions, comments, or stories you want to share, be sure to send them to me at eventsbymaria at outlook.com, and I will go over them in future episodes. If you like what you're hearing, be sure to share it with your friends and family, and please leave a review on whatever platform you're listening to this podcast on. Until then, let's keep talking. Bye.